welcome to morning prayers. As we continue our senior talks, we are um, delighted to have today as a representative of the student, uh, senior student body, uh, Lachey Henderson, class of 16, and uh, she resides in Mather House and her concentration is sociology. Uh, please stand as you're able for this morning's uh, responsive Psalter found in your Black Appleton Psalter book at number 121. We shall read responsibly. I will lift up mine eyes into the hills from whence cometh my help. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. The Lord is thy keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul.
when we come to it, we must confess that we are the possible. We are miraculous, the true wonder of this world. That is when and only when we come to it. An excerpt from A Brave and Startling Truth by Maya Angelou. This morning I'd like to talk to you about how I came to it and how I came to love myself by pushing Harvard to make space for me and my identity. Before coming to Harvard, I attended just one other school where everyone was part Hawaiian. Originally founded to educate Native Hawaiian children in Western education, the school has since become a leader in the revival of Hawaiian language, culture, and history. Although I'm half African-American, as well as Chinese, Japanese, German, and Irish in addition to Native Hawaiian, this school allowed me to flourish in my Hawaiian identity, and Hawaiian culture and history came to completely envelop my, all aspects of my life. I danced hula from the age of three and fell in love with Hawaiian music. At the age of nine, I proudly marched along my fellow Hawaiians, shouting kui kopono and proclaiming to society the importance of protecting indigenous ways of life that were being lost to a westward-looking world. In middle and high school, I took six years of Hawaiian language and became fluent. With a deep understanding of my Hawaiian heritage and language, I was firmly rooted in who I was as a Hawaiian. When I reached high school, however, I learned that society held a different label for me, black. As if the results of the melanin in my skin or the curl in my hair, my athletic and musical abilities were suddenly attributed, attributed to the identities my peers imposed on me. While I am half black, I grew up separated from my African-American family. In a society with neatly labeled racial categories and in a land far removed from black culture, my performance of blackness came from others' ideas about what blackness should be. As a result, I was unable to cultivate a true connection to my African-American heritage and embrace my multiracial background. That is until I got to Harvard. I arrived at Harvard believing that this institution was made for me, that it would open its arms wide and embrace me and all of my Hawaiian-ness. I quickly learned, however, that this university wasn't quite ready for me yet. During my first week on campus, I inquired about a placement test in Hawaiian language. I thought, this is the greatest university in the world. They must have a placement test. They'll have to recognize my six years of Hawaiian language experience. Well, I was wrong. Unfortunately for me, my request was answered with a simple apology via email that they didn't have a test for me. But that answer wasn't good enough. Why didn't they have a placement test for Hawaiian language, an official language in one of the states in this country? My frustration was magnified by the lack of classes on the Pacific at Harvard and my inability to find ways to connect what I was learning in the classroom to my Hawaiian identity. I felt as though who I was and the people from whom I came were being erased. So here I was, completely out of my comfort zone, 5,000 miles away from home, and feeling as though I had absolutely no direction. So I took that uncomfortability and turned it into an opportunity to explore my African-American identity. I tried out a few black organizations during my first week on campus, and by God's grace, I found the Kulumba Singers. While I was initially drawn to the organization because of the connection I felt to the music, I fell in love with it because of the people and its history. For the first time, my blackness and my brownness felt beautiful. As I learned more about its history, I came to realize that Kulumba was founded by a group of people in a situation similar to my own. Kulumba began as a safe space for black students where they could celebrate their blackness through song, dance, and poetry. Rather than waiting for Harvard to create a space for them, they carved out a space for themselves. 
While Kahumba gave me space to learn about my African-American history and identity and to deepen my connection to that history and identity, Kahumba, more importantly, allowed me to come to it, as Maya Angelou might say. I was reminded that I come from peoples who refused to wait for change to happen, who did not sit passively while the world changed around them, but who instead resisted and challenged the world to be better. And so I continued to challenge the administration to implement a Hawaiian language placement test. I did it not only for me, but for all the Hawaiians who were once looked down on for speaking Hawaiian, for those who were not allowed to speak Hawaiian in schools, for those who were ashamed of their Hawaiian-ness because society convinced them that to be brown was not to be beautiful, and for all those who had come after me. I challenged them because there is no time to wait for Harvard to change. I challenged them because I knew that I had the power and the responsibility to change Harvard. After three years, Harvard created its first official Hawaiian language placement test that was taken by four Hawaiian students at the college. While a seemingly small victory, it showed me the power that we hold as students, while also rewriting Native Hawaiians back into Harvard's history. It allowed me to realize that while Harvard in many ways is not equipped for me, that shouldn't stop me from pushing the boundaries or from bringing my culture to Harvard and forcing Harvard to not only acknowledge, but to embrace it. So this is a call to action. This is a call to do what you can with whatever you bring to the, to the table to leave not only Harvard, but the world better than you found it. So as you leave this morning, I challenge you to think about the ways you can change Harvard and the world, because we truly have the power. The world is simply waiting on us to come to it, to pick up the battle and to fight for something better. So let us come to it quickly, for not only does the world need us, the world can't wait any longer. Thank you. Amen. Please stand as you're, please join us in uh, saying the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Now, please stand as you're able for the hymn of the morning, number 85, We Sing for All the Unsung Saints.
be no Mem Cafe today. That they will resume tomorrow. Uh, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May He make His face shine upon you and give you peace. Go in the knowledge of God's love and grace today. Amen. Amen. Mm -hmm.